All right, this is the podcast area blacklist podcast for this week's episode Twami Ululak number 126 I've been dreading that name the whole <laughs> Ululak uh, I saw that name on the list of na- uh, for the show and I'm like god I hope they say it at some point in the episode and then they said it like once and I don't think I heard it again and I wasn't really paying attention yeah, like the Twami, that wasn't really the problem. Like, <laughs> no, the Twami part was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Ululak, and they so. they did call him Twami a couple of times. Yeah, they kept yeah, calling the him that. Why couldn't he be like you know Share or something like that, and just have one name, just be Twami the whole time? That would yeah, have been so better. <laughs> but uh, okay, so uh, we have uh, an episode that kind of resolved a few questions we had. Didn't really answer them, some of them fully, but kind of steered us in the right direction. Uh, Our blacklister, it's like we've had so far, is just kind of a blacklister of the week thing we got going on. Uh, Not really anything story arc wise for the grand story. We had, you know, it, it ended up working into Park's story, so we got a lot of information on her. I mean, obviously, we predicted it last week, and it was really no surprise. I mean, we knew we were going to Alaska, and her whole stuff happened in Alaska. We find out why she's got her issues and... What she did, and yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing was set up. uh, Yeah, I guess you know her mom had a drug addiction and with this guy, and they put... You know, we get her in a cage to confront the guy, basically. But uh, that, although that wasn't intended, I guess Red was just kidnapping the guy, abducting the guy, so that he can put him face to face with Park. It just so happened. Park it and, came in the in the case in in the. We get the Bermuda Triangle case, yeah. thing in the Alaska Triangle, which I've never heard of. Is that really a thing? No I, idea. I've never heard of it. it I, you know, it's like they they were really playing it up. Like it's this, it's the Bermuda Triangle, but real is what they say. Like 15,000 people have disappeared there in 50 years or something like that. It's a ridiculous number. And it's like, I, I've never heard of it until, <laughs> until I've lost this. lost more socks than that in my dryer in the last 10 months. <laughs> Give me that. It's unimpressive. Yeah, that's not that big of a number. <laughs> but yeah, just, you yeah, know, whatever. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know where to go with this one. Uh, I mean, we can, so, yeah. I, I wrote down about a third of the way through, like in all caps, I don't know what I like about this episode, except the cityscapes. I love the cityscapes. This is about a third of the way through, like, cause they showed Anchorage and yep. showed the mountains in the background. And that shit was it, was it Milan? They were Milan, Milan, Italy. Uh, yep. Uh, absolutely beautiful. And it was right after that, we got the whole whale vomit thing. And that kind of made me laugh. And kind of from there, it actually started going up. I, I hated this episode, the first third of it. And then I ended up actually really liking uh, a lot of the episode, mostly because it just, it was a lot of people dealing with a lot of crap they don't want to deal with. Um, the, the Iran yeah. stuff was fun. Um, you know, shalom. Um, right. According to the, according, cause I, I watched the, he live tweets, uh, the, what's his face that plays, um, guy plays our live tweets. Okay. And, uh, apparently that was improvised. Um, he's oh, like, really? yeah, I made it in there, which made me laugh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, but you know, it, like his like his thing went really well, and the park thing went really well. Because at one point, I was also like, really, it's 
that's a this is really really bad writing if this is a coincidence that they wind up in the same freaking oh it was actually partially planned um yeah and, the plan was to kidnap him and and give him right. to her as like a gift or something so you know because as red said at the end he needs the people that are working for him here to to be here to I mean, be that was here kind of the thing was is it don't need you going after the ghosts of your past right let's get this resolved to get it i mean it, it's not what he said but it was kind of what he was implied let's get this done yep um so that you don't have to uh so i can count on you being here and this his name doesn't pop up somewhere else down the way right i need your focus on the greater plan at hand here so yeah get, just to do that but in in turn it ends up being yeah, and Red needs their help to find this guy. Uh, you know, let's use the FBI for my own devices and uses them to do that. And, uh, you know, it just so happens that Park happens to be involved in it when she gets kidnapped, too, and they get put in the same box. And, and there's your semi-coincidence there, although they were going to meet eventually, just in a less controlled environment. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to take a lot of the liberties along the lines of they never would have put her behind the wheel of that truck. Um, you know, local FBI would have had somebody in there. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why I can take those type of liberties for, for purposes of the story. Right. Why? Right. Cause why would it be her? You would want somebody who looks the part, not this meek little, I mean, cause she's a small right. person. She can take care of herself. We know that, but yeah. And not to say small little females can, can't be truck drivers, but you know, they would have, probably pick somebody who could who could look the part better i guess i don't know my my on that note my aunt was a truck driver um very and she was five foot two and she right. was the very stereotypical <laughs> exactly what you would expect expect of a you know <laughs> yeah well my father so, was a truck driver but he was yeah. not a you know five foot two female so uh it didn't uh that that, that doesn't apply so much about you though no, <laughs> it would answer some questions <laughs> but yeah, so and you get your blacklisters, this uh, this Twami guy who was a was, leftover Cold War asset who just got kind of forgotten, and in turn is just kind of living off the land, so to speak. You know, he's <laughs> uh, yeah, the, he and his people are probably responsible for a lot of the Alaska Triangle stuff by stealing supplies and and living off of that, and and that's really it. Uh, there's really just yeah. nothing else to it. Uh, it doesn't move forward in any way felt like it felt a little preachy at the end you know well we feel bad for him because you know we took him from his home to train him to be this asset and then we just abandoned him you know and forgot about all the promises the government made felt a little preachy uh but whatever you know move on well, uh, you know what maybe maybe some kid goes and watches this show and then goes on Wikipedia and learns the truth about all of that and then goes on and becomes a politician to write some of those wrong. Okay. You know, I mean, these types of things get found out by media. All right. I'm done. Okay. That, that, and that's <laughs> us being my, preachy. My preachy <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. But yeah, other than that, uh, you know, we find out that Park was the one that killed her, overdosed her mother intentionally, I guess. I, I it was a little rough. Yeah. And good. You know, I mean, I mean, quality television because um, at but, first i was kind of surprised that she didn't recognize the guy at all i mean it was her mother's boyfriend and they were getting high in the house a lot i'm assuming so it's like 20, when, but 20, 20 years, years and she was only seven so maybe not uh recognizing him i mean we all look different 20 years later so uh that's i guess that's 
fine. Uh, but uh, let's see. We had uh, well, we had the uh, I, I thought a bad FBI assault on the camp. Uh, it seems kind of terrible. Oh my goodness! At some point, writers seriously are, are they are the main characters ever going to wear body armor on an assault? Yeah, and like um, it seemed like nobody was uh, in this, and you know, and and it wasn't just FBI. I mean, there was a couple, you know, look like sheriffs, like state troopers, state troopers, because yeah, the one guy, uh, the one quote unquote assaulter, a good guy that got shot, was in body armor. Right. Um, so, but yeah, we got to put them in body armor. And wouldn't you approach this assault a little differently than just kind of? I mean, I guess they did. Shoot. They did the grenades, but then they're all just kind of running in through the trees. I, I would have thought maybe. Because, you know, it's not like it was it was heavily wooded, but not in a way that it obscured a lot of vision. You could have put some sniper positions or something. You know, you were capable of, you know, launching grenades or something into that camp. You probably could have yeah. had some sniper positions ready to take down the enemies instead of just everybody going in with handguns. And, yeah, why do, why do, why do Liz and Wrestler need to be in the lead of all these assaults that we ever see them be a part of? Why are they always right in the front? Yeah, I never understand that. Like and like you said, I, without body armor, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of okay with them being in the front because of the main characters and whatnot. It's the but no body armor. Um, right. That's my that's my complaint. Right. And her and her hair's not tied back, you know, and her makeup's perfect. And it's like you know, it's yeah. You're out in the wilderness. It's probably windy. You know, tie your hair back. Yeah. You know, last thing oh, you yeah. want Put is it, to I get mean, shot because cap. you get can't see. Yeah. Right. She should be yeah, wearing a cap yeah. or something like that, like you I see on a lot of other police glasses. shows. So. Yeah. Yeah, you can get them for nineteen ninety nine. They're as seen on TV. Yeah, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of as seen on TV, so uh, I seem to get that with everything I watch now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I you know just kind of sloppy. But then, this was heavily on forgiveness. This was a forgiveness episode, and you know, or you know, do you forgive or not? So you had. You know, Park forgiving herself. You had does should the government forgive Twami? Should Park forgive the guy uh, uh, Edward Lucier, who ends up right. kind of redeeming himself a little bit because he shoots one of the guys that tried to shoot Park at the end. So that was kind of cool. But you know, he's just you got you got the impression he he was not necessarily a good man, but he was. He had his own demons. I mean, she said it. Right. he was a heroin addict. She was a heroin addict. He didn't really do anything wrong. I mean, obviously being a drug dealer or drug. They never said if he was a dealer. Um, no, I think he, it was the mother's was boyfriend an and they were just users yeah. together. Um, they never said anything. I don't think about being, you know, abusive or anything like that. She just didn't, you know. Yeah, big episode on forgiveness. I mean, Liz knew the history, apparently. Park ends up telling Cooper. Liz asked Cooper to forgive her, give her a second chance. So, And now we got this kind of ticking up storyline with Wrestler and his brother. I don't know what the hell that's going to be, but that feels like way out of left field. It's like, okay, we've resolved uh, the arm storyline and uh, the Park storyline, so now we need somebody else in the team to have some sort of family uh, issue. So we're going to start teasing in this this uh, Wrestler storyline with his brother with the missed phone have calls we seen his brother before i, I don't feel like we have i don't have a um, recollection of him because i mean she even liz talks to him it's like oh what does he want now it's like you guys have never had this conversation on air but you know you're making it out to be something that we should well, all be following why, along with and i that's no, why I, don't, I feel like they have talked about his brother before because of that conversation it 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 felt written in for Let's, this episode viewers. yeah it felt written in for this episode not written in um, okay. as as a part of a prior 
because the only thing we've ever known about him was like he had to go to the you know he hired the escort service to go to like a family wedding or something like that and he had his girlfriend from like what season one back when she died so and he had his drug issues but no we don't we didn't i don't recall getting much about his family life uh it just feels like something they're kind of shoehorning in right uh but we get the arm resolution to the Elodie storyline, which we've been kind of beaten to death the last couple of weeks, wondering where it's going. It felt like it was really being pushed to the forefront, and uh, it got resolved in a way that I feel half right that she was using them, that there was ulterior motives yeah. to it. Uh, we don't know exactly what she did, but she was basically so interested because I said that a couple of weeks ago. She seems awfully interested in what he does and knowing these little details, yeah, no, yeah, like she's getting it. information. And uh, but the information she was after was, as he said, the murder weapon. Yeah, um, looking for so, a way to kill somebody without it being detectable. I guess. Right. So um, yeah, she uh, and an arm getting the blood sample from the uh, the husband Charles. Uh, well, he's at I had the, an issue with that. He's at the funeral home, so yeah. wouldn't he have already been drained? I was. I, I wrote down. Wouldn't he have been exsanguinated already? Yeah, and 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 <laughs> yeah, you use the proper term, which I should know. Um, but yes, wouldn't he have been exsanguinated? I just like saying exsanguination. Right? Wouldn't it, that happen? I mean, I don't know if he necessarily had been embalmed yet, but wouldn't he have been? Yeah. Uh, he shouldn't be holding. You know. 10 milliliters of blood that arm was able to draw from his uh neck so uh that that seems i'm not sure you know anybody who works in a funeral home let us know do they come and you got to take care of that or i would have assumed it would have happened at the hospital because he died in a hospital so i would have figured he'd go to the morgue and they'd take care of that prep the body and send it to uh whatever funeral home Absolutely. And they probably have better uh, bio disposal at a hospital than they would at a funeral home. (laughs) And I don't think he would have just been laying out like that either. He would have been in a, what do they call them, morgue casket thing in the wall. um, Right. Yeah. Sitting on a table. Unless he was like immediately prepared or imminent preparation, in which case someone would have been in the room with him. Right. They would have been embalming and doing the makeup and all that to get them. Because this was at the funeral home. I mean, she was buying the yep. casket. So this casket, was yeah. this would have been at the funeral parlor. So, yeah, I had a problem with that. That, that seemed silly. Uh, but that we was, find that out. was a little sloppy. Um, yeah. Okay, so how would they have fixed that? Gone back to the hospital originally and say, hey, you got any leftovers? Uh, yeah. I, a little peckish? I don't know. Or, uh, or you can get DNA from other things other than. Well, it wasn't DNA. It was toxicology. You're right. You're right. It was toxicology. So they needed some sort of blood. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what you would have done. It, it, it was. It felt a little sloppy. Um, but to put it in that funeral home as opposed to in the hospital, I mean, we don't know the time frame, but we got to assume he's probably only died within a week. So, you know, because he did. She ha- hasn't even picked a casket yet. It's been two or three days. Well, that's the thing, though. Didn't she just have like the wake? Because that's where Aram went downstairs into the basement last week and saw the thing, and she was everybody was at her home. Yeah, but the, I don't think the casket would have been at her home. No, but what I'm saying is usually you have the wake the night before the burial. A lot of times, uh, you know, people don't have a wake and then go buy the casket. That's that's you, a really good point. You you usually all that just gets done at once. It's like okay, we're gonna have our you know uh, our wake ceremony or something Other like that, that. It's just a death party, and that's just creepy. Yeah, so it just it all feels out of order sloppiness in there 
but we find out that she used that. She she was the one she was trying to get him killed to begin with. She was the one that made the arrangement for him to get uh, taken up by the Fleur de Mal, uh, so that he gets picked, so that he gets into a scenario that is going to hopefully kill him, but it doesn't. Ends up just putting him into that catatonic state, and now she's got to figure out another way to kill him. And she uses Arm for you know. Luckily, the the whole thing comes up where they meet. She meets with Arm, and they use that to, or she uses that to she, get information. He been like that for a while like a year or something if i remember right um yeah and 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 she was biding her time i don't know it it all felt like us she didn't have a murder weapon um yeah but could i don't know i i don't i don't know if she was that desperate i'm sure she didn't need to wait for the opportune moment to meet an fbi agent who's with some top secret uh you know, organization. What the hell that, was he doing taking her into the post office? Like, he, at all? Well, at the end, because he was uh, bringing her there to um, to interrogate her. He did, but he did not have, I don't. Mm, I thought why, he brought her in there to, because he was going to, there, he was basically bringing her in for questioning at that there? point. Why there? He could have, why, you know what I mean? I think say, he knew what he needed to know at that point. I mean, he still didn't get the uh, the, the blood sample back, but. I think I, I think he knew enough because uh, he had already uh, in, interviewed the I, other guy and, and believed he was his that, that one I get because he had already been on the blacklist and already been through all of that. Right. But at this point, I agree with Liz. Why are the police not the ones handling this um, oh. or another FBI group? Right. Oh, um, they well Clearly, they should have. But Arm took it upon himself because it was personal. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he made the arrest. He 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 read the rights. You know he. Well, that that I can understand actually to be to be the one to do that, right? Um, yeah. But she's gone. Doing everything else. Yeah. She's gone. We'll never see her again. Which I actually I actually kind of liked her. Um, yeah, we thought uh, more that she was going to be part of a love triangle if uh, Navabi returns. Navabi comes back. Yeah. Uh, but no. Which with with what the season's going on now, I'm not too sure she will. Um, at least not this yeah. season yeah, yeah. I, i'm not I, I don't know what the plans are if there ever were plans for navabi to come back but they didn't kill her off so I, I still think and i still like my idea that navabi will return as a person who is she's completely lost her mind due to the and she doesn't remember yeah and she just goes into like jason Bourne mode and she becomes a blacklister and they get to stop her uh and i think that's going to be a cool episode and i really hope they do that and um because that's how i would write it but they'll probably have her come back and, you know, where she needs help and Arum leaves the force to go take care of her at home and then they'll do something stupid. Yeah. Who knows? But make a Bourne episode with Navabi because that would be better. And then have Navabi have to fight Park in a great Jason Bourne fight where they're like, you know, jumping through windows from building to building. <laughs> and Arum's just sitting there going, please stop! <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Park would be a person who could actually hand and Navabi could handle they could handle each other in a fight. I mean Navabi is the tri- only one that could because she has no should know who she is from Adam, right? Right. Um, or Eve in this case. Um, but you know what I mean? Like wrestler probably physically could, but he wouldn't because he'd be pulling punches. Same thing with with Liz, right? Because they know her. Right. Um there's they have a personal connection. Park doesn't. Yeah. So I think I think that's what we'll get. We'll get Park in an uh, attack uh, or fight with Navabi scene. So if they bring her back, 
that's how you got to write it. Uh, and other than that, that's your episode. Yeah, like I said, I, I ended up actually really, really liking the episode when I hated it for the first third, first half. Um, yeah, I was pretty meh with it. Uh, I'm trying to look at my notes, like, see if I have anything else. I mean, I thought the, the guy reminded me of, like he would be like Steve Buscemi's brother or something. Uh, the guy. Yeah, there was somebody else you would think of, too, and I couldn't quite um, put my finger on it. Um, Cooper. Cooper's the man. Um, quickly, if not pretty much my favorite character next to Red himself. <laughs> Um, his fatherly I mean, let's have a drink yeah, together it's, moment it's it's you can almost see the you know sometimes when when liz or wrestler or anybody has like these difficult decisions to make they have these two little angels on their shoulder and one of them's reddington and the other one's cooper you know what i mean right uh, those classic cartoon angels mm-hmm. because they are kind of the opposite and they love each other and respect each other yep um so uh, let's see. Diligence is the mother of good luck. Uh, I love that line. Yeah, Park did have that. Kind of, she had that uh, ending episode conversation with Red and Cooper. So, yeah, she got kind of like not really fatherly advice from Red, but just a little bit from each of them on, on the way out. I thought she was going to come in and give her resignation or something <laughs> like that, and they were going to talk her back into staying. But I I did love the uh the scene in the beginning where they're talking to the to the old smoker in his house up in alaska like the first guy they talked to and, yeah and rest is like it's not like he's john dillinger and like before he even finishes that word he starts just, shooting bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um and they go in like the back room and it, there's all the technology it's like damn 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 i mean it was it was just a lot happened in a really short amount of time that that even though it was early it was one of the few things like redeeming in the beginning right uh, why the hell would park take her orders up there in hard copy why would the, the station chief not have a an email from Cooper or somebody higher up saying, hey, Park coming back, just just let you know. Yeah, you've, you happening. get the f- sense that they would have known she was coming. Because um, they're all reacting like they weren't expecting her. Uh, yeah. You, you would have uh, probably... You, the courtesy call, we're sending somebody from D.C. to your local field office, you know, doing you the courtesy to let you know we're going to be swimming in your pool for a couple weeks. You yeah. know, <laughs> all righty then. I've heard that term used. <laughs> so, okay, I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, looks no. like we get back to it next week a little bit with the uh, story arc. So, uh, although I think that teaser was perfectly cut to uh, to fool us. So I I, I expect the. Uh, because we'll see Ilya back next week and things like that. So yeah, we like what I saw on the teaser was more like flashback footage. Well, they yeah they do show like the the door it. opening and him hiding in the corner and Nets clear you know saying she's here she's here and she's got company and you know he could very easily be talking about Liz but they're cutting it to make it seem like it's you know Katarina or something like yeah. that. So, uh, but we'll get back to the big arc, which is what we've been waiting for. So we've had a few episodes here just to kind of warm us back up to the season. And for the most part, they're all right, but nothing great to uh, to get us back into it. And knowing that we're not going to have a complete finish to this season, that this season will just drop off at some point without a, a, a cliffhanger ending or a resolution to the story. Uh, you know, right. who knows, you know, where it's going to be four episodes short of a full season uh 
Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think they got to 18. I think they said 18 or 19, something like that. So they're not going to get to... Five, somewhere, yeah. yeah, they won't get to 22. But uh, it does go through May 15th. So the timing works. But I guess the, the original plan was they were going to do a bunch of back-to-back episodes. A bunch of doubles, yeah. And uh, they don't have enough to do that. So it's still going to end about when it was, roughly. It usually ends the week or two before Memorial Day, the season. So it's still going to end there, May 15th. Uh, we'll just have one episode a week till the end. Okay. Uh, other than that, we did get an email. Uh, we did? Or no. Okay. No. I'm sorry. Facebook. Uh, sorry about last week with the te- technical <laughs> difficulties. My, uh, I don't know what was going on, and Dave didn't like decide to notify <laughs> me that, that the audio was completely off, and I was sounded like Mickey Mouse. I tried to fix it in post, so I don't know how well it came out on the podcast, but it, it sounded pretty bad. Uh, but we did I get a... it was on my end, so I didn't say anything. I, I apologize to the listeners or viewers, because I totally thought that was my something on my side. <laughs> Um, I sound okay today, right? I don't sound like yeah, a like a chipmunk. Okay, I need to I need to <laughs> stitch together some of the uh, the fix attempts that you made because those were hysterical as you were changing the pitch and timber of all the stuff we were doing. Oh and yeah. Suddenly, I'm, <laughs> he gets himself to sound normal, and suddenly I'm the guy behind the mask that's had his entire voice. It's been modulated for sky. Yeah. So I don't know how it uh, really came out in the podcast. I tried to fix it in post, so I didn't sound so high, but I think it lowered you a little. Uh, but anyway, um, we, we, we get a, a Facebook comment from Tom, uh, sound issues on an episode about sound. How, oh, the irony. It's actually a good point. Uh, so, but, um, a, uh, blacklister, uh, red had no interest in and who didn't understand the damage done by low, uh, frequency sound supposedly has nothing to do with those hearing sounds, but with the effects of the sound on the body. Um, cause that was, uh, we were talking about this one from last week with, uh, Interestingly, you know, Red kind of points the FBI in the direction of it, but really has no involvement with this blacklister last week. Uh, Glenn's uh, subplot was fun. Arm and Liz's uh, plots are good, though. Uh, and it feels like Arm's plot is coming to a head finally, which it did today. So good call on that. Uh, but so I think, uh, you know, we get we're going to see the Arm side, or not the Arm, the uh, wrestler side story will be the new side story for now, along with uh, Liz's uh probably reconnect next week with her private eye finding out what that person's finding out about Ilya. since Ilya's in the episode next week i assume that's going to um come come back around next week and we'll get some main story arcs so we'll know where they're going for the rest of the season though as we said we might not get any uh solid conclusion i think we'll have a lot more to talk about next week with potential uh theories because these three episodes have given us nothing for the overall arc since the really. fall, since yeah. the fall finale, so we haven't gotten anything to get excited about and to talk about. Uh, but that being said, uh, if you do have any uh, thoughts or theories, you can go ahead and email us at blacklist at podcastrivia.com. You could also go ahead and hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at podcastrivia. And uh, if you want to uh, participate in the show live when we record it, you can join us on twitch.tv slash podcastrivia. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian, and he's Dave, and we'll see you all next time.